So I got to tell you about Rough Greens. My wife is uh, out of town. She's been she's been gone now for um, this is the second week. I was with her last week, but this week I, I have to like do everything. I have uh, I I think we're out of Rough Greens. I can't find it. Uh, my dog is looking at me like, where? What? What are you feeding me? I, I'm like, I, I went into the refrigerator. I just got like chicken. Like, and I just like cut it up and I'm like, here, take this, take this. Are you okay? Don't eat me. Um, it, it's amazing that your dog uh, knows the difference when there's rough greens and when it's not. And they, they act differently. Um, I mean, in a good way, not that they're going to kill you if you stop, but uno might, uno might. Yes. I got to find the rough greens. Um, but uh, they love it, and you'll see a huge difference in them. Right now, you'll get a free bag, a little bag of Rough Greens just for your dog to try out. All you do is pay for shipping. They'll ship it to your house. You try it for you know a week or two. See if your dog will eat it. If your dog will eat it, then order Rough Greens, and they'll send it to you. And uh, you over the months, you are going to see a massive change in your dog. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, 833 Glen 33 is the phone number. Get the free bag now. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Welcome to the program. Well, let's see. The corporations are now forming their own government. I don't remember electing the president of the soda pop company to tell me how I was supposed to vote and what was right and what was wrong. But apparently they got their own government going. The media, of course, they'll tell you exactly what to do and think. The government with Fauci, he'll tell you what to do and what to think. Um, you're, even your, your state governments, if you're really super lucky and you're living in a place like California, they'll tell you what to do and think unless you stand up against them like they did in California. They're recalling Gavin Newsom. Well, and I think this is big of the Democrats. I really do. The Democrats in the, uh, in the Senate there at the uh, California Assembly they decided to, to pass a bill that, for the first time ever, will release all of the names and addresses of everybody who signed that California ballot. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, that could cause maybe uh, intimidation, fear, death, you know, things like that. No, that's not why they're doing it. Gavin just wants an opportunity to be able to call you or be able to send something to your house that says, you know, vote for me or else. I don't know exactly what he wants to do, but I think this is great. Now our churches under attack, and what's happening in Canada is coming here. It's not just the churches, it's the media that is reporting on what is going on. We go there in 60 seconds. The Glenn 
Back program. And it is. And it's, I'm excited that you're here. Arlene lives in Maine. She spent the last few years dealing with pain in her back, her shoulders, her legs, making it hard for her to even get up in the morning, let alone go around and do the stuff that she has to do every day. There are a lot of special things, undoubtedly, about Arlene. One of them is that she listens to my program. Thank you. And uh, she wrote in and she said, I heard you talk about Relief Factor and I, I trust you and I wanted to give it a try. So she did give it a try. You know the story. She says within a few weeks of taking it, all of her pain, all of it was completely gone. She didn't have any trouble getting out of bed these days. She got her life back because of Relief Factor. You can get your life back too. Relief Factor, not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. You don't have anything to lose except your pain. Go to relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, relieffactor.com. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. A virus has escaped the university labs. It's called critical race theory, but it's a dangerous reality, and it's spreading rapidly through the culture. Glenn exposes the deadly Marxist roots of this toxic ideology and reveals why progressives are targeting our kids in school. Watch Critical Race Tyranny, The Great Reset of Education. Learn how parents can fight back before it's too late. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right, I want to tell you a quick story about uh, Grace Life Church up in Canada. It's a it's a normal church. It's this really, really great church, I think. I've, I've watched the pastor. I even tweeted one of his sermons from, uh, what, I think Sunday or Monday. Um, and he's just, he just is a servant. And when they said, you can't hold services anymore, he said, I can't. I, 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 this is... This is what God has told me to do, and that is to preach the good word to anybody that wants to hear it. So I will be there. If people don't want to come, that's fine, but I will be there. Well, they didn't like that. You can't have, you can't decide these things on your own. So they put him in an, in a maximum security prison or jail up in Canada for 34 days. He was in isolation for, I think, a week of that. Uh, just because he wouldn't stop preaching on Sunday. So when he got out, he went back to preaching again. He won't. He will not give in. You want to talk about Dietrich Bonhoeffer? Here he is. Here's play cut one. Here are the church elders asking police not to interrupt the service. Listen to this. Code 176 makes it illegal for you to interrupt a worship service. And our worship service has begun. Mm -hmm. And we're stating that to you very clearly, that your presence in this building will be interrupting our worship service. How so? Because your presence intimidates our people. That's your perception. Okay. So now here comes all these police all dressed in black. It's a SWAT team, really. They come in and uh, they say, oh, well, that's your opinion that we're intimidating. Yeah, you put our pastor in prison. Yeah, I think it's intimidating. So then they start to put cut to a police fence around the church. And if you're watching the blaze, you can see it. They put this giant fence all around the church. And the then later in the day, the the church members, they leave. 
But protesters who are not members of the church, they live in the community. They're pissed off about this. And they come to try to take the fence down. At this point, people that were with the church come out and say, please, please don't do this. We're just going to find another place. A church is inside each of us. It's not a building. We'll find another place. And they did. The, the sermon that they gave, I think, yesterday, um, or uh, sorry, is it Tuesday today? No, it's, yeah, it's Tuesday. I think it was yesterday. It may have been Sunday at a different place. They actually blurred the, pic- the faces of all of the people in the congregation. That's how afraid this congregation is. I mean, I shouldn't say that. It's how strong this, converse, uh, this congregation is. That's, that's their perception, though, Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, their perception. Yeah, I know, I know. So that's when, when they were saying, no, 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 don't. Church is just a place within. It's not a building. That's when the armed troops, the SWAT team, is sent in, cut five. This is, this is Canadian Mounties. I always thought that they looked nice, but these guys look like SWAT team members. They came in to uh, make sure that uh, they showed, uh, uh, you know, they flexed their muscles and showed that they are not going to, they're not taking this lightly. All right. So yesterday we were talking uh, to Ezra Levant. He's the founder of Rebel News. He's the host of the Ezra Levant show. He is a really good guy, a friend of freedom all around the world. Um, And he runs Rebel News uh, up in Canada, which is like very much like the blaze. Uh, It is a little more activist than the blaze is. We're not activists. Um, Mercury One does charity work. Um, but I actually like what they do up at Rebel News. And he told me yesterday something that I didn't, I, I have a hard time believing, but we have the video now to prove it. And I want to have him take us through all of these, these video clips where the police are harassing his reporters and have taken one of them and threw him in jail. Ezra, welcome to the program. Thanks very much. Uh, I, I, I want to let you know that Canadian media, with one exception, have ignored the insane attack on our journalists, the warrantless searches and seizures, the jailing of our journalists. American media are interested because you still care about the First Amendment. No. And you still have free, freedom in your DNA. And I want to let you know that what we're going to talk about and what you're going to see It is your future if you do not protect your First Amendment. If you do not hold those hard-won freedoms, you will be like what we are. This is something that every American should be involved in and helping and spreading the news. All right, so let's go here. This is cut six. Police make anti-Jewish remarks. Listen to this. This is why we're documenting what's happening here, guys. I know, I know, Yankee, your friend Yankee. So why are we getting such a tough time? We've been through this so many times okay, with you guys. Stay there. He says something in French. I'm giving you my papers, no problem, just... Yankee? What? Oh my gosh. Who are you, sir? I'm with Rebel News. I'm not media Jewish. Who are you? What's your name? And badge number. Can you give me your name and badge number? Can you give me your name and badge number? You're supposed to give it to me. 
So, Ezra, they're speaking French. What are they saying? This is multiple sure. times this was said in multiple different uh, uh, scenes. Yeah, we've had problems in uh, Toronto and Montreal. The clip you showed, um, I mean, in Montreal, obviously, the dominant language is French. We have a reporter there who happens to be Jewish, and he would go out and report on the lockdown because Montreal has an 8 p.m. curfew, if you can believe it. Everyone, sick or healthy, innocent or guilty, adult or child, must be off the streets at 8. So Yankee is the name of our guy out there. He goes out with his camera. He has an exemption under the law. He reports on the police, and they start harassing him. They've given him thousands of dollars in tickets, even though he's exempt, and they start calling him Jew media. You're the Jew. You're the Jew. And I, I think, well, maybe there's a problem in translation, but then that's what they say to all our people, even those who are not Jewish. Um, we, we sent more and more reporters there because we realized there's a big problem there, and they started to arrest our reporters, hand cuff our reporters, uh, slam them up against vans. I think your next clip shows this. Um, this is uh, Rebel News reporters arrested. Clip seven, please. Okay, I see the police going out. They come right in for one guy. It's like a big Antifa kind of thing or some, something. It doesn't look violent, but some kind of protest. And they don't I'm care. I'm not in a crowd. I'm not in a crowd of 20, though. Okay, look. Why, why, my, colleague is, my, call, my colleague is detained. I have to stay. I'm on public property. No, man, put your mask on. I'm not in a group of 20, though. Hey, do I sit on the I'm not in a group of 20, what? Okay. Keep walking. You want to take care or not? Fine. That's fine. Okay, we go. Keep walking. Okay, so tell fine. me what. Stay on the sidewalk. Okay, let's go. Sure. That was a. That's a peaceful, anti-lockdown protest. That's in Montreal. Okay. Uh, they have such a heavy lockdown, so it was a peaceful protest. There was no violence. Uh, you may have seen people wearing masks in the crowd, but that's because it's mandated to wear a mask there. But our reporters were pulled out of the crowd and arrested, handcuffed, slammed against the van because they had cameras pointed at the police. And you saw that one fella uh, in the in the toque, uh, the hat, who was on the sidewalk doing absolutely nothing, but because he was filming, they pulled him in thousands and thousands of dollars worth of tickets, manhandling them. So this weekend, we said, that's enough. We're going to send half our team. So we sent 17 reporters and other staff from our head office to Montreal. We rented an Airbnb for the whole team, and we and we did something important. Let me just mention it quickly. We hired three Montreal-based lawyers to brief Good our team you. on the laws because Montreal is a little different. The language is a little different. So we had a one-hour briefing with all our staff. Here's the do's and don'ts. What are the mask laws? What are the gathering laws? What are... So we were completely briefed, and we went one step further. As we went out into the streets, Glenn, we had a top Quebec francophone criminal lawyer walk with us. We literally had our criminal lawyer with us 
to observe, to give us guidance. And in case there was any bad interactions with police, we didn't have to phone him. He was an arm's length away. So we did that on Friday night in Montreal. It was very successful. We engaged with police, but there were no, no harassment of us. Maybe it's because we had lawyers with us. So Saturday morning, we wake up. We're having breakfast in our Airbnb, a completely legal Airbnb. It happened to be a houseboat tied up at the pier, which is sort of cool, but it's just an Airbnb. And then all of a sudden, police come to the front gate of the houseboat and say, let us in. Okay, I'm going to play that audio here in just uh, 60 seconds. Stand by. You know the guy that walks around the street with a big sandwich board on his chest says, the end is near. I think we might want to all start paying attention. I mean, not full attention, but a little attention to that guy. In all sincerity, our economic world is changing right in front of our eyes. The value of your dollar is going down. Did you see what uh, they said? This is Bloomberg said by 2022, Bitcoin, they estimate, will be at $400,000 a coin. Like as in next year? Next year. Oh, my. So, I mean, if that happens, I will never even, I I won't even tell you that that I'm coming, not coming in. There won't be somebody here to take that call anyway. (laughs) I'll be so gone. You can't. We'll we'll try to get away from each other at an (laughs) island and we'll show up at the same one. Uh, All right. Here's the thing. You are going to have a harder and harder time getting a loan. Please protect your financial future right now. Call American Financing. Refi your home. Get a low interest rate loan. You can consolidate all of your high interest credit cards. Get out of this stuff please call americanfinancing.net today 805 uh sorry 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 it's americanfinancing.net americanfinancing.net american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org 10 seconds station id Okay, so now here's Ezra and his team on board this uh, this this houseboat, if you will, uh, that they had rented an Airbnb, and the police show up and try to get onto the boat without a warrant. Here's this audio and video. This boat? Any responsible on that boat? Is there any responsible on that boat? Nobody. If nobody is responsible for that boat, I have the right to come in the premises. I need somebody to be responsible for the boat. I don't. Yeah, you have him you over have there. To, go get a warrant. If you, if, if. Go get a warrant. Get a warrant. Yes, I have a right to be here. Go get a warrant now. Go get a warrant. You're not going to get in without a warrant. Ezra, what was happening? Why did they show up? They claimed it was an illegal gathering. It's just a and b uh, You can see I was already, you, you can see the gate. So I mm-hmm. had already told them to get a warrant. And I went out there, and then they, you could see I was out there in the gray T-shirt. Mm-hmm. They would not let me back in. They, they detained me, which is the same as being arrested. They were physically holding me. They wouldn't, and, and I already had told them to get a warrant. So now that I was out of the way, they went to my younger staff and said, let me in, let me in. As you can see, my staff are pretty smart, so they know to say, get a warrant. But it turned into a 10-hour standoff. They couldn't find a judge willing to give them a search warrant. So to punish us, they called the whole thing a crime scene. They actually wouldn't let any of my team off the boat unless they submitted to a personal search, which is illegal. 
And the craziest part is they arrested one of my guys, um, took him to jail, and they said this to us. They said, we will hold him in jail until you let us search the, the Airbnb without a warrant. So they were... What? They, and I, I mean, obviously, if my guy did something wrong, charge my guy, that's its own matter. Why are you arresting him? And then trying to use it as a poker chip to bargain with me to get an illegal search. We held the line after 10 hours. They just went away, but not before really bizarre tactics. I think you have one more clip if you got time for it. I have police pushing us, pushing us away. Yeah. Back up the ramp. Here we go. Police gets cut 10. Watch your hands. I told you. Crooked cop, I know you, you crooked cop. That's it, that's it, you're doing good work. Oh, so are you! You feel good? You're a disgrace, that's why you hide your face. Who's the one who called us Jew media? You call us Jew media, I am a Jew. I am a Jew media, I will see you in court. They called us Jew media. These crooked bigots, when they came to our reporters, they called us Jew media. They asked if we were Jews. They're anti-Semitic, crooked, and corrupt. Shame on them, these wicked men and women. So, Ezra, we're seeing... I was, I was mad. I was mad, Glenn. And when, when you have a team of 20, 30 cops, and by the way, look at that, 100 people gathered, and they were hurling um, even worse insults to the cops. I think the cops are despised in Montreal by the left and the right. It is widely known as the most corrupt police force in Canada. Someone said, are you filming a movie? Why are there 50 police here? They couldn't believe it was just because we had a houseboat. I, look, I don't think that anti-Semitism is their primary motivation. Because no. really, I was Jewish. But we have Muslim team members, Christian team members. They just hate the fact that we were pointing a camera at what they were doing. And, and what can we do? They had the guns. They had handcuffs. They were pushing us. All I could do was express my outrage. We will sue them, Glenn. I was very mad in the moment. I remain very mad now, not at the individuals themselves so much, but at the fact that justice is falling. And I can see it in my eyes. Warrantless illegal searches harassing our people, falsely declaring things crime scenes, extorting us to let us on the boat or they won't let our guy out of jail, pushing us around. And yeah, the Jew media part is the icing on the cake. But this is deeply troubling to me. And it's a trend I see across Canada, Toronto, Montreal, Edmonton, and, and Canadians are asleep. Uh, thank you so much, Ezra, for everything that you do. You have our backing here. You have my complete support. Uh, on this anything that you need uh, but i suggest america you begin to tweet this story and tell this story it must be heard americans must stand this is the glenbeck program Man, if there's no one to tell the story of people being abused like this it's it's gonna get it, it, we will be china we will be china all right, let me tell you about Rectech, our sponsor. The time has come to revolutionize the way you cook your meals, not just the way that you uh, grill out, but the way that you cook all together. Because when you have a Rectech, it's not just a grill. You can smoke, you can grill, you can even bake on it. Believe it or not, you're baking a potato dish that's been passed down through your family for generations. You are living the sad life of eating vegetables 
It doesn't have to be that sad. Rectech has you covered. Smart grill technology. Uh, that was for you, Stu. Thank you. Smart grill technology that allows to you to let the grill do all of the work and make even awful vegetables taste good. <laughs> Follow Rectech on uh, their social media. Check out their recipes. But check out a Rectech. You're not going to find anything better. AB, compare them with the best grill you can find. The best grill I could find, and I think you'll agree, is Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. And blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV, and then you can use that money to purchase a large stake. This is the Glenn Beck program. Joe Biden's infrastructure uh, plan is going to help those trains in Wyoming. Unfortunately, the senator of Wyoming said we, we don't have any train service uh, here, but don't worry about it. I'm sure that I'm sure that's the only thing that is a problem. The White House has given Texas our infrastructure a C. Let me tell you something. Texas has the best roads and highways of any state I've ever been in. It's a it's a very smart, well laid out uh it's built for the future i mean it is a really good highway system we get a c we have ted cruz uh on with us now hello ted glenn good to be with you the uh infrastructure bill i don't want to just boil it down to our state um but i think it's ridiculous what they're saying about our state um but uh this is not this infrastructure bill is not about doing anything but creating good union jobs and uh, graft, at least the way I read it. Well, it's, it's not in any way, shape, or form infrastructure. And, and, and the Democrats have, have discovered a marketing technique. So they, they tried it a month ago with what they called a COVID relief bill. And, and that was a $1.9 trillion pork-filled monstrosity of which only 9% was health spending for COVID relief. So they called it COVID relief, even though 91% was not. Uh, Well, they decided that it worked so well with COVID relief, they do it with infrastructure. This infrastructure bill, so-called infrastructure bill, $2.6 trillion. Of it, 5% goes to roads and bridges. You were talking about roads and bridges. This isn't a roads and bridges. Why do they call it infrastructure? Because people like infrastructure. People want roads and highways and bridges. And, and actually, Republicans would support a bill focused on upgrading our infrastructure. That ain't this. This is another giant spending bill taking care of all the left-wing special interests. That's what they're interested in. So who Politics are, rather than fixing real problems. Who are they taking care of in this bill? Well, they are spending money in, in large quantities on, on issues like child care, on issues like education, on issues that, that have nothing to do with infrastructure. And, and they're focused, you know, when they, when they address something like education, they don't actually insist that the schools be open. They don't actually insist that kids be educated. Uh, they're much more focused on taking care of union bosses, taking care of local politicians, you know, you know, I'm hearing from 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 mayors, from uh, county leaders across the country are getting these massive infusions of cash. The Democrats just sent. They don't even know what to do with all the cash they're getting. And what do the Democrats want to do? Spend even more. 
uh, the, the schools asked for, I don't remember the amount, but it was maybe $25 billion. The government gave him under Trump gave him like a hundred billion dollars. Yep. Then the first package gave him another hundred and twenty five billion dollars. And now this has money in it. I mean, how much money do these schools that are not open? How much money do they need? Well, and and it's crazy. So so when we were doing the all night Votorama trying to stop this this last disastrous bill, uh, I introduced a whole series of amendments. One of them focused directly on education. And, and it said, all right, if you want to give tens of billions of dollars to schools, fine, with one caveat. They don't get the new money unless they open. Right now, only 40% of school kids in America are attending in-person class five days a week. And so my amendment said they can get the money if they're open in person five days a week. If they're not they get all the old money they were getting, but they don't get the new money, and that new money instead will go to scholarships to kids, up to $10,000 per kid. So if the school is closed, that kid can get an education somewhere. We voted on it in the Senate floor. Every single Democrat voted no. Glenn, it failed by a single vote. If one of them had voted yes, we would have been sending relief to, to the more than half of the school kids in America who are stuck at home because Democrats have abandoned them. It's unbelievable. Uh, what's happening to our country? I mean, let me ask you this. You know, what's the, the corporations that all met in their, you know, their phone call on Saturday? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, this is becoming um, the Great Reset. This is becoming the United Corporations of America. I didn't elect a soda pop guy to tell me what I should and shouldn't do. Uh, and I'm a guy who has always said free market, free market, private company. They can do what they want. But they are setting up an extra government. I mean, it's a it's another wing. Well, that's right. And, and they're not looking for free markets. They're, they're looking for power. A, a, a very simple principle to understand. Big is bad. Big government is bad. Big corporations are bad. Big tech is bad. Big Hollywood is bad. Any massive accumulation of power is bad. And, and big business inevitably gets in bed with big government. They become, it becomes crony capitalism. It becomes a game of getting subsidies from the government. And, and what happens is big government Democrats are happy to put crushing regulations in place that don't hurt the giant companies who are all their buddies, who are all their donors, who fund their campaigns. What they hurt are the little guys. What they hurt are the small businesses. I think as Republicans, we ought to be the champion of small businesses. We ought Amen. to be the champion of working men and women, of, 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 of cops and firefighters and construction workers and steel workers and waiters and waitresses and, and people filled with hopes and dreams who are out working and the Democrat policies are killing those dreams right now. So we have a story coming out um, that my staff has been working on probably early next week about some of the conditions that these children are in yeah. um, here in the state of Texas. It, we're on pace now for two million coming across our border. Uh, there was a story yesterday, I don't know if you saw this, armed criminals steal a truck full of deadly radioactive materials. They're saying if you get in even within 30 feet of these materials, uh, it could kill you. And in the story, it was like, well, well, we don't know. They must have taken it by accident. That No, 
I doubt they didn't know what was in this radioactive truck. This could easily be used for a dirty bomb. Look, it is profoundly dangerous. And, and it, you know, you and I talked right before I went down to the border. As you know, I brought yep. a, a group of 19 senators to the border. Uh, and and I've been to the border many, many times. Actually, Glenn, you and I have been to the border together. Yep. Uh, it is right now today the worst I have ever seen it. I, I've never seen it remotely this bad. It, it, it is a full-on crisis. You know, I'll tell you, we got there a couple of weeks ago. We got there on a Thursday night. We went to the 10 p.m. muster where, where we just met with the Border Patrol agents and just said thank you. I mean, these guys are heroes. They're risking their lives, and they have political leadership that hates them and undercuts them at every yep, turn. Yep. And, and so we started by saying thank you for their courage, thank you for their bravery. And then we went out with them on midnight patrol. And, and I'll tell you, there was just a steady line, a caravan mm-hmm. of people walking on the trails north from the Rio Grande River. Uh, you had little children walking alone. You had young mothers carrying infants, nursing infants as they walked up the trail. They were housed initially in these outdoor pens that are just just fenced off, roped off, uh, sleeping on the floor, uh, sleeping on the ground outside. Uh, the next day, we went and visited the Donna Tent Facility. The Donna Facility is this gigantic tent city. It was built to accommodate this huge surge. It was built to hold 1,000 people. With COVID restrictions, its capacity limit is 250. When we visited, there were over 4,200 people packed into that. That is 1,700% its capacity. It was, we saw firsthand the Biden cages and these kids in these cages, we heard for four years under Trump, kids in cages, kids in cages. What the Democrats and media never acknowledged is that Barack Obama built the cages. You and I saw and, them when yes. he was in when Obama yes. was in office. And Joe Biden is building more cages and bigger cages, and they're more full. And I'll tell you, Glenn, the kids in the cages, they weren't six feet apart during a pandemic. They weren't three feet apart. They weren't even three inches apart. They were lying on the floor side by side, no beds, no mats, no cots, packed in as tight as they can be, wrapped up in reflective emergency blankets. The rate of COVID positivity in that facility is over 10%. It is immoral and wrong what the Biden administration is doing, and they're desperately trying to cover it up and hide it, and the media doesn't want to cover it. So I don't think, honestly, Ted, I, I mean, I appreciate you and Mike Lee and a few others that are really working hard every day trying to get things done. But I don't have any confidence at all in Washington. I think this all has yeah. to be solved in the local in our local communities. What what can what can people do? Well, look, yes and no. I mean, the challenge, let's take the state of Texas. If, if the state of Texas could secure the border on its own, I believe Texas would. The challenge is that Texas doesn't have the authority to deport anyone. And the system doesn't work if the federal government says if you cross illegally, you can stay. I mean, the, what, what's infuriating about this crisis is, is it's man-made. It's preventable. Joe Biden caused this, and he did it with three simple decisions. Number one, his first week in office, he announced he was immediately halting the border wall. Number two, he reinstated the failed policy of catch and release. And number three, most fundamentally, he ended 
the Remain in Mexico agreement. This was a, a landmark agreement that President Trump had negotiated with the government of Mexico, where Mexico agreed that, that people coming from Central America who crossed illegally into Mexico would remain in Mexico while their asylum cases were pending in the U.S. And it mm-hmm. worked. It produced results. Last year, we had the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. Today, we have the highest rate in 20 years. And the thing that changed is Joe Biden on week one ripped up the Remain in Mexico policy and said, let them all in. And when you announce that to the world, we're seeing millions of people come illegally and they're brought in by human traffickers who are abusing them, who are sexually assaulting them. And all of this is created by failures from the federal government. Ted Cruz, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Senator from uh, the great state of Texas, Senator Ted Cruz. Thank you, my friend. God bless. All right. We need some organizations. We need, I mean, geez, where, where are the phone calls, the Zoom calls that are happening with 100 corporations on our side? Where, where is that? We are so far behind... We better wake up, gang. We better start reaching out to each other. AMAC is uh, is a group that understands what Ben Franklin said, that we indeed must all hang together or we indeed will hang separately. We are at that point. I want you to take a, group, a look at a group called AMAC. It's the um, Association of Mature American Citizens. If you can become a member of AMAC today, please do. There are other organizations out there, but I'm telling you, this is the one that actually is fighting the fight every day. And there is strength in numbers and we have to do something together. If you are looking for something because you're a mature adult, you're my age or above, uh, join, please join. The, The benefits are great and they'll tell you all about the benefits, but the cause is greater. Join now at amac.us slash Beck. That's amac.us slash Beck. AMAC is better, better for you, better for America. No, but (laughs) we're just having a conversation about the Constitution. I know that never happens. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And the Republican and Libertarian approach, which is... Uh, there's no strength in numbers. It's all about the individual and it is all about the individual. But what happened in America was we were all rowing in the same direction for a very long time. We were all moving towards more freedom, not less freedom. And, uh, Stu is bringing up the fact that, you know, I am saying now I'm, I'm telling you right now, boycott these corporations, boycott them. I'll join you, boycott them. Uh, I thought I, you just said yesterday you couldn't avoid Dasani water. No, I said I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't avoid everything that Coke no. makes. It's, it's impossible, impossible to be consistent as a boycotter. It's, that's a legitimately impossible yeah, standard on, in on, this country. Yeah, because they these giant corporations own everything. Yeah, they, they're just they're just gigantic. Coke is not just Coke. So I, I am boycotting Coke and Dasani. 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 But Dasani they're water. the same company. Yeah. I'm just saying, um, I'm just saying, like, if that, 
it, you know, we've talked about this before. It's very difficult in this society to, to boycott all the companies you disagree with because you disagree with all of them. There's people at every one of these companies you disagree with. And, yeah, but it's not. Ways. It's I, it's it's beyond disagree now. Now it is. They are setting up a separate government. They have figured out. And this is Tides Foundation. Mm-hmm. This is what their goal was in right. the mid 1980s to get the Uber left into the boardrooms of all of these corporations and then if they couldn't do it by forcing the the uh, uh, showing the the money and the kickbacks and all of the money from the corporations to get the right people in for legislation, if you still had the little people, well, then the government, uh, the corporations could do it. And that's what's happening. It's an end run around our Constitution. Our founders did not see a corporation especially a group of corporations working together along with our media and they have much more power than the government does they just don't have guns uh and you know i i am i am for business i'm for small business i'm for big business but not when they begin to collude against the freedoms of mankind I'm just—I know you've thought about this in depth, and you've gone uh, gone over it in longer form before. But there is a lot of risk in in, in this sort of co- construction here of of the founders didn't see this coming type of talk. I mean, you know, there's risk there, and I know you've talked about it. And but I've it's something we should it. maybe go into depth a little bit more yeah, as we maybe, go through this. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck program.